Today is Wednesday, March 15th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Kickoff. Kickoff is the number one credit-building app that has helped over a million people take control of their credit fast. If your credit score is either preventing you or making it more expensive for you to lease a car or buy a home, Kickoff can help you start building credit in less than five minutes. There is no way around it that your credit is important. Just ask Silicon Valley Bank. Speaking of SVB, the DOJ and SEC are reportedly each separately investigating the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, specifically the stock sales that their executives made just days before the bank was taken over by the FDIC. They're also examining what several executives, including the CEO and CFO, knew or said about the bank's status in the 90 days leading up to last Friday, such as the CEO's comment at a conference last month that SBB's focus on the tech and finance industries didn't create too much concentration risk. Spoiler alert, it did create too much concentration risk. The SEC chair also signaled over the weekend that they would be looking for wrongdoing among other similar regional banks, following the surprise takeover of Signature Bank this weekend as well. Also yesterday, Senator Elizabeth Warren sent a letter to SVB CEO Greg Becker, the one who cashed out 3.6 million worth of shares just before this happened. She criticized SVB's extensive lobbying against regulations, which would have forced them to shore up their cash reserves consistently in order to prevent a completely avoidable bank run. She also quoted Greg Becker's own promises in 2015 that SVB, which was much smaller at the time, was capable of independently safeguarding against risk, while criticizing federal Dodd-Frank regulations as unnecessary compliance measures. He would say that, though. Liz, of course, signed off by coming for Becker's and other executives' compensation, specifically their moves to liquidate stock right before SVB went under. And she closed the letter with a list of highly detailed questions about their lobbying activities, risk management approach, and executive compensation. I would highly recommend giving it a read. It is only four pages. And let me know if you agree that Liz had to have drafted this on her notes app while in a midnight outrage. It is giving strong notes of an insomnia screed. As we've all been watching the legal threat to FDA approval for the abortion medication Mifepristone, the federal judge at the center of the case has been working overtime to make sure that we stop watching. Texas Judge Matthew Kaczmarek, who is overseeing the lawsuit that would revoke FDA approval and would result in a nationwide ban, held a conference call with the case's attorneys on Friday to schedule a hearing for today. Normally, the schedule of a hearing would appear on the public court docket, but in this case, Kaczmarek said that he would not be putting it on the public court docket until the day before because he was concerned about protesters and threats. However, word of the shady hearing spread after media outlets noticed that something was a foul on the docket, and they claim that the delay in notification of the hearing is, quote, unconstitutional and undermines the values of public access to judicial proceedings. So the hearing is now scheduled for today. And given Kaczmarek's extremely conservative record of rulings, it is highly probable that FDA approval will be pulled and the case will be appealed to the Fifth Circuit immediately. Now the obvious question is, how would this affect abortion access? Potentially a lot, given that most abortions in the U.S. are performed using medication, since it is both lower cost and easier to access. Mifepristone is also one part of a two-pill regimen, so it is possible to terminate a pregnancy using just the other pill, misoprostol. 
It's used on its own widely across the world, but is considered slightly less effective than the two-step regimen, and usually causes more cramping and bleeding. Though still less agonizing than pushing out a baby, and then the subsequent lifetime of emotional and financial care required. Not that the political party that refused to vote for the Literal Violence Against Women Act is all too concerned with women's pain. Yesterday, the EPA proposed new regulations which would limit the amount of certain types of forever chemicals known as PFAs in drinking water. PFAs are widely used in non-stick, water, oil, and fire-resistant consumer and industrial products, and have been shown to extensively bioaccumulate in people, livestock, wildlife, and fish, which have been linked to adverse health effects in both animals and humans. The regulations target six specific compounds of PFAs, and if the proposal becomes official, it would be the first time that the federal government would require utilities to remove dangerous chemicals from water before it reaches consumers. I mean, forever chemicals seems pretty optimistic given the state of the climate. None other than George Anthony DeBolder Santos Sabrovsky Ravache filed a statement of candidacy with the Federal Election Commission yesterday, which means that he has signaled his intention to run for re-election. And while the statement does not bind him into running, he needed to file the statement by yesterday or else disavow fundraising activities for 2024. So this move at least keeps the door open to fundraising activities, if not an eventual re-election campaign. Odds are he will campaign as a lifelong Democrat. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner Kickoff. With a 4.9 out of 5 star rating in the App Store and over 44,000 brave reviews, that is a lot, you can trust Kickoff to help you get ahead. Plans start at just $5 per month, and every on-time payment you make with the Kickoff app is reported to the major credit bureaus. When they see healthy financial habits, you see a credit score boost, which makes your financial life easier in the long run. I saw exactly how that worked when my husband and I applied for a mortgage last year, but it works the same for any type of loan or credit card. Generally, a higher credit score means you will pay a lower interest rate, which saves you tons of money over your lifetime by making it cheaper to take out loans or finance any purchase. So don't let your credit control you. Go to kickoff.com to start building better credit in less than five minutes. Don't put it off. That's K-I-K-O-F-F.com to take control of your credit right now. Build your credit the easy way at kickoff.com. Before we go today, be sure to check out the newest episode of Extra Extra, where we tell the story of the whistleblower reality winner. She went to prison in 2017 for leaking top secret documents proving that Russia targeted the 2016 election. And she's about to become the subject of an HBO movie, so get to know that story before anyone else. Other than that, if you can't get enough of the Silicon Valley Bank situation, tune into the Betcha Sub podcast for our panel of takes on the collapse of that Patagonia-clad institution. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.